0: This is a weekly news update from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Udine. It used to be that firefighters and emergency medical technicians could feel relatively secure while doing their life-saving jobs in tense situations now with a growing number of emergency workers becoming targets of violence foxborough firefighters are now being equipped with bulletproof vests and kevlar helmets foxborough deputy fire chief mike kellerher said the fire department recently obtained enough ballistic vests and helmets through a state grant to equip a full shift of seven firefighters and paramedics. Kelleher continued saying the vests and helmets, which are designed to protect against bullets and other projectiles, were purchased with the help of a grant from the Massachusetts Emergency Management Agency. The grant was supplemented by the fire department to purchase the $6,000 in equipment. Firefighters came under fire during racial riots in Ferguson, Missouri in 2014, and four emergency workers were shot, two fatally, in New York in 2012. Shootings of firefighters and paramedics have also been reported in Ohio, Wisconsin, Maryland, and Texas. A Fall River man was arrested on multiple motor vehicle charges last Tuesday following a traffic stop on Route 1. 22-year-old Wilfredo Orocho of Fall River was charged with an equipment violation and driving an unregistered motor vehicle. Orocho was also wanted on a default warrant, according to Foxborough Police. A Pawtucket man, 34-year-old Ruben Aquino, was taken into custody last Thursday night in front of the Public Safety Building on Chestnut Street and was charged with operating under the influence of alcohol. In an unrelated incident, Foxborough Police Officer James Head, with the assistance of Sergeant David Fiscaldo and Officer Stephen Easter, arrested 34-year-old Joseph Santiago, who was charged with possession of a controlled substance. Police said Santiago had no address and was considered homeless. Foxborough police in recent days also made several arrests on outstanding warrants. 40-year-old Santos Turquios of 160 East Street in Foxborough was taken into custody last Friday night. On Tuesday, 34-year-old Lisa Ana Maria Castiganino of 56 Baker Street in Foxborough, was arrested on a default warrant. O'Reilly Auto Parts has purchased the former Abishon Hardware Store on the Common Rotary in downtown Foxborough for a little over $1 million. According to Christopher Bailey of Commercial Realty Advisors, the company plans to locate one of its retail stores, to Foxborough. Foxborough town planner Paige Duncan said she was pleased that the property will once again house an active business. The Foxborough Abishon Hardware Store closed in 2016 following the closing of the Arbishon Store in Norton in 2014 and the Plainville Store in 2011. O'Reilly Auto Parts sells auto parts, tools, and equipment. The company was founded in 1957 and operates 4,429 stores in 47 states. O'Reilly Automotive Incorporated officially started in the auto parts business with one store in Springfield, Missouri in December of 1957. A new contract for town manager Bill Keegan was approved by the board of selectmen last week, and it looks to be the final contract before his retirement. Selectman James DeVellis, who voted against the pact, said his vote had nothing to do with Keegan's competence or the quality of his work, but said he would vote against the three-year contract because it contains an average. 2.6% annual salary increase, and he would prefer the annual increase to be 2% instead. Keegan's salary will increase by 3% after the first year and 2.5% in the following two years. Keegan's current salary is $187,000 per year. The contract will run from July 1st of 2017 to June 30th of 2020. DeVellis also said that the salary increase levels in Keegan's contract would have an impact on both unions and other department heads in town. Selectman Chairman David Feldman took a different view, saying the difference between 2 and 2.6% is not a lot of money. Keegan said that he respected DeVellis' position while saying that he has enjoyed his job in Foxborough and appreciated the confidence the board has shown him. The new Foxborough Town Hall is now open for town business. At the last Board of Selectmen's meeting, Foxborough Town Manager Bill Keegan announced that all town employees have now moved into the new building. Although parking is still limited, residents can now go to the new town hall to conduct all the business they used to do at the old town hall. Full parking will be available when the old building is demolished and a new parking lot is completed in August. You're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Michael Berry, Republican candidate for the Bristol and Norfolk State Senate seat, kicked off his campaign at the Lafayette House in Foxborough with promises to deliver accountable government and an affordable way of life for citizens living in the district. A number of Republican legislators also attended the event, including State Representative Jay Barrows, who was also Barry's campaign chairman, State Representative Barry Poirier, and State Senator Richard Ross. Barrows stated, as a legislative aide and longtime public official in his hometown of Walpole, Mike is undoubtedly the most qualified candidate to serve the residents, of the Bristol and Norfolk District. Barry is a former Walpole town official and is seeking the Bristol and Norfolk State Senate seat. The state primary elections are scheduled for Tuesday, September 19th. And finally, if you have heard a buzzing sound in the early morning or evening, it could be an indication that mosquitoes have moved into the area. The very wet spring have made it much easier for mosquitoes to breed. Norfolk County Mosquito Control Project Director Dave Lawson said we've already seen an increase in certain areas, and crews have been spraying larvicide to discourage the growth of mosquito populations, where standing water provides an inviting breeding ground. The Mosquito Control Program has also begun taking spraying requests from neighborhoods where mosquitoes are causing a problem. However, so far, there is no indication of any imminent threat from mosquito-borne viruses, such as eastern equine encephalitis, known as triple E, or the West Nile virus, as of June 9th. No infections of either disease have been detected in animals or humans, according to the Massachusetts Department of Health and Human Services. In Norfolk County, mosquito spraying requests can be filed online at the Mosquito Control website, which is www.norfolkcountymosquito.org. This has been a weekly news update originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine.